Welcome to Sonic Laconic, the show where we supersonic race our way through each episode of the 1993 Sonic the Hedgehog animated series, colloquially known as Sonic Sat AM. I'm Alberto, and I have been practicing saying the word colloquially. And I'm Ida, and I have not been practicing saying that word. I don't even want to say it. What episode are we watching today? Today we're watching episode 4, Sonic and the Secret Scrolls, release date October 9th, 1993. Yep, a good time, a good fall day, a nice crisp, bright morning, and also on a crisp, bright morning in year 1000, on October 9th, a very important event to world history. Apparently, Leif Erikson, the Viking, first set foot on North America in 1000, and he was the first European to do that, so. That was the start of the colonization and exploitation of North America. Why did you do that accent? Well, because that was a nice accent to do at that time. What else happened on that day? Okay, so in 1992, so this event probably inspired this episode. Mm. In 1992, a 13-kilogram meteorite landed in the driveway of the Knapp residence, in Peekskill, New York, and guess what happened? It destroyed the family's 1980 Chevrolet Malibu. Whoa. Oh no. <laughs> and one more fact, this is after the episode came out, so it was inspired by the episode, I'm sure. Definitely. Uh, the song Low by Flo Rida was released. You know that song? Uh, not really. Now the map of bottom jeans. Oh yeah. Okay, so today we do have one change. We're going to watch the episode six times speed, and before we're watching it four times speed. Yes. So, what happened in the episode, Ida? Okay, we start off and the whole gang blindfolds Sonic. So, it's like there's going to be some sort of surprise. Now, what's a surprise? It's Sonic's birthday. And he got a plane for his birthday. But he hates it. Right. They're arguing about it. Sonic and Sally start arguing about the plane because Sonic is probably like, I didn't want a yellow plane. I specifically asked for a blue plane. Okay, well, I didn't think it was his birthday. Okay, well, I'm speculating here. It could have been his birthday. Well, I'm going to speculate differently. Okay. And I thought (laughs) that he somehow knew this plane was... Junk. he knew about it before, and he was like, oh, no, we've been working on it, and I know it's not ready for a flight yet, so mm. I don't know why you guys are trying to say we're going to go to this place, because obviously it's broken. But do you think Sonic would have that much common sense? Usually he would be more like, yeah, it'll be fine, let's just fly it. Come on, what could go wrong? No, that's true, that's true. He'd be like, yeah, I hope it breaks down so I can save the day. But then it's nightfall. And everybody else except for Sonic gets on the plane to go fly away. And they all put on their seatbelts. Safety first. Yeah. Have you ever read Unsafe at Any Speed by Ralph Nader? No. Well, you know what it says? There's like 100 pages and they all say, wear seatbelt, wear your seatbelt, wear your seatbelt, wear your seatbelt. Really? Uh, yes. You've read that? You read a lot of Ralph Nader? Definitely. (laughs) Okay, but it's nighttime, they're flying on this plane... And then Sonic's, like, running after them or something. I think that's, like, what he wants to do. Well, if what you think is true, then it makes sense that he says it's not, well, maybe not. It's not safe. I'm not going, but you can all go. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) 
But yeah, he's running behind the plane, and there's like a rope tied to the back of it. And then it's like a bumpy ride, and they almost crash into this um, waterfall. Right, I think Rotor is flying. Yeah, oh, I forgot what his name was. The walrus Rotor. Mm-hmm. And then Antoine is like, ooh. What? <laughs> Antoine screams probably three times in this scene at different points. Have you ever been in a plane crash? It's kind of scary. You Hey, they didn't crash. Too. They just almost crashed. Yeah, they yeah. almost go in a waterfall, and then they're going, like, really fast down a mountain, like, down a hill. Mm-hmm. They almost crash. And then Rotor pulls the e-brake. Oh, nice airplane technical term. The emergency brake. Oh. <laughs> then they tap into the black box, and is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I know about remember, airplanes. I kind of remember what you're talking about. <laughs> That's like some tracking thing, right? Doesn't it record what you say? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So if like everybody dies, they know how the plane crashed. Yes. Yeah. So listen to our podcast about being professional pilots if you want to hear more of this conversation. But now back to Sonic. I think also Sonic pulls on the plane. So he got what he wanted. He wanted to save the day. Right. They didn't crash, but they crashed landed where? In some magical land that they saw on Nicole's holograph screen earlier. What I wrote down was that it looks like it's supposed to be an ancient civilization. It does, yeah. It looks vaguely inspired by, like, Aztec ruins or something. Yeah, it's high up in the sky, right? It it may or may not be floating. I wasn't sure about that. Oh, I never thought that. That might be why they had to fly there. Oh. It also could have been, like, kind of ancient greece inspired maybe yeah there were like pillars Mm -hmm. but then there was like some writing ancient writing obviously it was ancient oh that was one of my notes where i said translation because then sally translated it with nicole oh we missed the part where antoine barfed because i wrote (laughs) classic antoine i don't know if he actually puked but his face turned purple (laughs) okay but then they're in this this ancient civilization and we get a couple hints that it's magical it's magical because they need to go through this bush so sonic spin dashes through it and it cuts a big hole in it and everyone goes through and then what happens the bush like super quickly grows back right and they thought that was kind of strange but let's move on and then they were like walking and all of a sudden the people in the front disappeared and Then they walked back and they showed up again. Yeah, so it was like they walked through like a doorway because it was like a really hard line where they disappeared. Mm -hmm. So Then I think Antoine had to sit down on the ground because he was just so tired. (sighs) And then they see... And you're tired too. (laughs) Maybe you should sit on a magical golden couch. It'll transport me to... A uh, A big room. It's probably like a temple or something. And there's two pedestals. (laughs) They had things on them, but I couldn't tell what they were. But one of them was glowing. Right. And what I'm sure happened here was something to the effect of a test of courage that Sally has to do. I feel like there was a voice saying, like, go towards the left if... I don't know. Something like that, you know, like where... It's also a riddle or something like that. So Sally walks towards one of them and passes the test because 
the thing opens and there's two scrolls inside, which must be the secret scrolls mentioned in the title. Mm-hmm. So they take those. And then she translates those into Nicole. She translates them. But then somebody shows up. I can. Dr. Robotnik shows up and Snively and a whole bunch of SWAT bots. Mm-hmm. And the one line that I was able to hear properly was Sonic calling him Robotnik. Classic. <laughs> so then they got a fight. Right. But then there's like a, some magic happening. Something happened where Sonic disappeared and reappeared or something. Mm-hmm. They're like, where did he go? Right. Unless Sonic's just faster than the naked eye can see. But I don't think so. No, definitely not. Sonic um, can't even run very fast. No. Mm-mm. He's a turtle, right? Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure what animal he's supposed to be. Is he an echinida? Yeah, he's an enchnida. <laughs> An echidna. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so then the freedom fighters escape. And then they go down a well. Then Sonic has to go down a well, and the rest of the Freedom Fighters go off and hide and watch, and I don't know, that works, and it tricks the baddies. But then all this wind came out of the well. Oh yeah, and it shoots Sonic back up, right? Or it shoots... I don't know what happened. It blows Robotnik and Snively and the SWAT bots off of the floating island? Probably. So maybe this island has like a spirit protector that wants to help the freedom fighters having succeeded in their goal having they got the scrolls maybe that's what their goal was i guess then they fly away but the plane is still wonky and antoine goes wah again Mm -hmm. and sonic's driving this time oh is he Mm -hmm. and then we see a hand grab the side of the island and robotnik and snively climb back up and then they're very classic cartoon villain, like shaking their fist at the plane flying away and saying, oh, we'll get you next time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the end. That was, yeah. They were like, drat. Foiled again. Exactly. If it wasn't for those meddling freedom fighters, mm-hmm. we would have gotten the secret scrolls. If it wasn't for the genius of the group Antoine. Any other thoughts before we watch the episode the way that God intended? The way that the island spirit intended. Ooh. No, no other thoughts. Okay. Well, let's do, do it, it to it. it. Blue streak speeds by Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what? I don't think we sang at all in the last episode. Oh my gosh, that's not our MO. Yeah. It's not what our listeners are expecting. So what you're saying is we need to make up for it in this episode. Well, I already sang in this episode. Okay. So we watched the episode as God intended it. Right. The first thing that happened The first thing that I noticed was the name of the writer of the episode, Janice Diamond. Janice Joplin. Janice Diamond. Well, that's how you know it's going to be good. It's a 
prize jewel. This episode was quite the gem. <laughs> okay, so Sonic's running along, and then Bunny and Tails are like, wait, stop! And then Sonic's like, huh? And they're like, Sonic, we've got a surprise for you. They put a blindfold on him. It's this huge blindfold, and yet Sonic's eyes are so big that it doesn't cover his entire... He really only has one eye with two pupils, because it's connected mm. in the middle, but the point is the blindfold doesn't cover his entire eye. Mm-hmm. You can see the whites of his eyes. Right. And then he's like, oh, great, I love surprises. And then he's complaining on the way there so much. Because they have to walk there. It's taking so long. This better be worth it. And this is so boring. Then what's the surprise? The surprise is a plane. And all the freedom fighters are telling Sonic, wow, this is a great plane. Don't you think so, Sonic? And Sonic is like, where did that thing come from? He's like, (laughs) no. (laughs) And they said, we made it ourselves. I think Tails says, Sonic, don't you think it's way past cool? And then Anton says, yes, way past cool. (laughs) <laughs> he does <laughs> yes yes very past cool and then Sally is like we made this because we're gonna go to this secret ancient city in the cloud Bunny was like you're about to be on cloud nine sugar hog mm. I'm actually making quite the face at my accent attempt I think oh yeah that wasn't a very good accent no, it wasn't. why don't you do it again because that's our other thing, is doing the accents. And the one thing we can both do is a southern accent. Yeah. A bad southern accent. Okay, she's like, You're about to be up on cloud nine, sugar hog. Didn't really sound like Bunny, but it's the best oh, yeah, you can do. I like Revo McIntyre, I forgot. And then Sally's like, My father, so I was right before, it was something to do with her dad. Mm-hmm. My father what? My father said... The uh, something, the, nobody's ever found these secret scrolls, so we gotta go find them. I don't remember what she said they're gonna... Oh, I was right, but I don't remember what she said, so uh, just take my word for it. <laughs> but Sonic says, what, you're gonna go up there in this air jalopy? And Sally says, it is not a jalopy. So then they start arguing, and Sonic says, you're not gonna get anywhere in that plane... Robotnik stealth bombers are going to find you. And Sally says, well, we'll fly low. And, you know, they continue to argue. And Sonic says, well, I'm not going and you shouldn't either. But Sally's like, we're going with or without you. So. And then Sonic makes this super surprised face. He says, well, I guess I'll go then. But I'm traveling the ground way or something weird mm-hmm. like that. But, and like, the stealth bombers couldn't see him on the ground. <laughs> I guess not. It's so much safer to go on the ground. What I don't understand is why is Sonic acting like this all of a sudden? Isn't, like, Danger his middle name? I'm sure he said that before or will say that in the future, so why does he care that this is going to be dangerous? All the rest of the things they've done in all the episodes have been very dangerous, and he did not complain about it being too dangerous for anyone to do it. You know what probably probably what it is? What? It's probably that he didn't have any part of making this plane. The surprise, mm. now he's mad that he was left out of it and he's not in charge. He can't be the hero of the day. So he's just being a little baby. Either that or the writers needed a reason for him not to be on the plane so he could save the plane from yeah. the outside. Which we saw in the original viewing. Correct. 
So basically, yeah, what we said in the original viewing is what happens We next. were 100% correct about mm. everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really remember what happened, so take our word for it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> next, I think it's nighttime. Uh-huh. Everyone gets in the plane, and as we said, since they have read the works of Ralph Nader, they all put on their seatbelts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they take off, rotors flying, and what happens? Antoine says a lot of phrases wrong. Yeah, Bunny is like, what, are you scared, Antoine? And did you write it down? Yeah, he says... Okay, you can do your accent this time. Okay, he says, he says something like, no, I'm not scared. And he says, I'm... (laughs) He says, okay. He says... (laughs) The person's not looking at me, so I stopped laughing. He says... Okay, get it together. He says, I am not scared of absolutely. <laughs> That's French? Okay, let me do it. I was practicing in my head. Okay. I am scared of absolutely not one thing. I don't know if that how French that was. It sounded better in my head. <laughs> As it always does. And then they're flying, they're flying, and the, uh, what's his name? Rotor? Rotor. 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 <laughs> That's how Bunny would say it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it, like the joystick thing, what's that called? Well, that was like the navigation <laughs> thing, but that was stuck, so they couldn't pull up to avoid the waterfall until almost the last minute, and then they did. But they were all still scared, and then they were something else, and, you know, they were flying poorly. Bunny is saying, oh, there's the good old sweet ground that we're coming up on. Oh, yeah, when they're, like, about to crash into the ground. Right. And then Antoine says, Bunny, will you please be shutting (laughs) your face? He says, will you please be shutting up your old face? (laughs) And then, almost as if the writers are aware of how annoying Antoine is, everyone says, and I think I said this at the exact moment, Antoine, shut up! Mm Mm-hmm. And then Sonic saves the day. Right. Sally is kind of like, uh, well... You know, we crashed onto this cliff, but if we had gone off the cliff, we're in a plane, so we would have just kept flying. (laughs) But Sonic says, well, where would you have ended up? And Sally says, good point. And then there's some windy noise, because then Antoine's still scared. What is that noise? And Sally says, it seems to be happening every 2.01 minutes. And then they, like, walk up all together to, they're like, oh, I think that's the gates to the city or something, right? Mm -hmm. They see this giant rock with ancient writing on it, which is, according to Sally, the arrow stone, which marks the entrance to the ancient city. And written on it is the ancient language of Mobius. So she gets out her trusty robot, Nicole, and asks Nicole to translate... And did you write down what it says? Yes, it says, We do not see things as they are. We see things as we are. Let me say that again. It says, We do not see things as they are. Let me say it again. (laughs) We do not see things as they are. We see things as we are. What could that mean? Mysterious. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very riddleicious. <laughs> so then they go through that bush. Sonic, uh... It's a hedge. Mm. And Sonic is a hedgehog. Mm-hmm. 
So they go through the bush. <laughs> and then it almost gets Rotor. Almost eats him. Right, because as we said in the first viewing, they cut through it and then it regrows itself right behind them. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Uh, okay, so they get through the bush and then they're kind of looking to where they're supposed to go and then it gets really windy. Super, mm-hmm. super windy. And they're like, oh, we got to take cover from it. So Sonic goes, everybody grab onto my hand. And they all get in this single file line. And then Sonic zooms over to the shelter of this pillar. But when they go into the shadow of the pillar, they all turn invisible. That's kind of spooky. Sonic turns around, comes out of the shadow, and he's like, where did everybody go? And then they say, we're right here. And he's like, where? So next, they get to this giant wall. And they say... The temple must be on the other side of that wall. And Sally's like, yup, it is. I know it. <laughs> I wrote down the next riddle, but I don't remember where they found it. They were like walking through this empty thing. There were pillars on the sides. Okay, right. And the next riddle is what? What one cannot achieve in learning, one can achieve in the light of day. Ooh, mysterious. This is so mysterious that Sonic says that boggles the old hedgehog mind. Oh, yeah, because I was like, wow, one thing that he's not confident in, riddles. He was like, it's not, hedgehogs aren't smart enough for that one. Simultaneously, he is not smart enough for that one, but he is also the smartest person in the history of the world, according to himself. So at this point, Sally reveals that each marker that has each riddle on it is a test of the ancient degrees of awareness. Um, the first one is... Intelligence. Knowledge, intelligence. Spirit. And And, courage. Yeah. But Bunny makes a good point. There are only two markers, but there's three ancient degrees. Mm -hmm. So where could the third marker possibly be? He said, good question. And Sally knows all about everything because she says, well, we need to find the ancient chair. Mm Mm-hmm. She was like, that's next. So they're looking around, and they think, well, we can't find this chair, uh, so I guess we're stuck. And then all of a sudden, the light shines upon one of the pillars, and it shoots the beam of light somewhere else, and the chair shows up. So they all go and sit on the couch. They're sitting on the couch for like half of a second, and Sonic is like, ugh. Gosh, this is taking so long. Oh my gosh. And at this point, Sonic, all of a sudden has a watch on he mm. was not where i went back and checked he was not wearing his watch before this and one thing in animation is if you notice something different about the characters or they're wearing something different or anything it's going to be important immediately mm. like when you're watching the simpsons and for some reason all the kids in the classroom are wearing hats and they never wear hats before, well, of course they're all going to get sucked up into the air conditioning because it's broken. And, (laughs) you know, someone said something shocking and all their hats fly off, but it was just the air conditioning. At the beginning of that shot, when you see that Sonic is wearing the watch, you know he's going to look at his watch. Yeah. And it's not going to show up again. It does show up again. Does it? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it it definitely disappears for For long periods of time. (laughs) It only shows up when it's relevant. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so they get whisked away on this couch, and um, they're placed at the entrance of this other building, which Mm -hmm. we find out is the temple. The temple. And so they all go in, 
and there's two these those two things those that we've two pedestals earlier. yeah one of them has like gold this big gold thing on top of it and it looks real flashy and the other one just has like a pile of sticks on it mm-hmm. and they're like okay well we have to pick one how are we supposed to know which one we're supposed to pick and Sally, with all the answers, says, okay, well, you found that couch through our intelligence. She says, we found the couch with our intelligence. What? <laughs> How? <laughs> the light just showed it to them. They just magically saw it. Like, they they didn't use their brains at all. Well, hey. oh, I guess they solved the riddle? They didn't solve the riddle. The light of day riddle? They didn't solve that. They just waited and waited, and then all of a sudden, oh, there it is. We're so smart. We found it. <laughs> So they say, right, we solved the first one with intelligence, so we'll have to solve this one with courage, because that's the second ancient degree of awareness. And then they're like, yeah, that's us. We're courageous. We're freedom fighters. We're survivors. Mm -hmm. And somehow, that makes Sally know which one to look at. Yeah, it's like the Holy Grail. Or not, is that the Holy Grail? Where... There's a bunch of them, and, you know, the real one is the one that looks, like, the dullest, and... Mm, mm-hmm, the plainest. Is that the Holy Grail? What's the one in the third Indiana Jones movie? I'm not the person that Wait, what's the one... Yeah, it's the Holy Grail. It's the one that you would least expect it to be, because it's the pedestal with all the sticks on top of it is the one that contains the secret scrolls, mm-hmm. which... They said there were seven of them, but there only looked like there were two in there. They said there were seven of them? I'm pretty sure. Well, right after when they translate the Holy Grail, it says something about the seven wonders. Seven of... wonders. One thing about the Sonic universe is that everything comes in sevens. There's seven Chaos Emeralds, there's seven Secret Scrolls, there's seven wonders of Mobius, etc. Seven is a magic number, like, historically, right? Sure. I have no examples of that, but... There's seven Dragon Balls. Seven Wonders of the World. Uh, is it, is, are there the seven horsemen? Is there four horsemen? Four horsemen. Oh, <laughs> uh, is there the the seven wise men? Um, you know, seven they brought... seven dwarves? They brought gold, frankincense, <laughs> myrrh... Um, chocolate chocolate <laughs> uh, cotton candy canes mm-hmm. christmas tree christmas tree is that seven seven dwarves right 17 again right 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 that 13 is a, going on 30 right those are two huge uh, <laughs> pillars of uh, american culture <laughs> all right um okay so what's the first of the seventh wonder of mobius Nicole reveals that the first wonder is the breath of Mobius. And then doesn't say anything else for a long time. And then the door slides up and Robotnik and Snively and Swatbots are there. And he goes, spies. And then cuts to commercial. Mm-hmm. And then during that commercial, I'm thinking about... How... I'm thinking Arby's. I'm thinking Arby's. Is Robotnik a robot? Because his his eyes are like glowing red and his voice sounds all robotic. But I thought he just had armor on. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, his name is Robotnik. Right. 
So I guess it would make sense. I think in in this continuity, he may be cyborg, but I don't think in the original Sonic video game continuity, he is a robot. Hmm. So what happens next? They say, we're going to capture you. And Sonic says, give us one second, Robotic. And he says, okay, for some reason. <laughs> so then Sonic comes up with this great plan. It's very innovative. He's going to run away, and everyone else is going to run away, too. <laughs> so then everyone else runs away, and Robotnik lets them leave, and then Sonic's like, ooh, I'm going to run around the room. And Robotnik is like, catch him. And he runs around, and he's too fast. Duh. Like, that's Sonic's whole thing, is running so fast. What did Robotnik think was going to happen? He says, like, okay, give yourself up now. Mm-hmm. What did he think was going to happen? Yeah, and then Sonic, like, stops. And Robotnik is like... Mm, I've got you he's now. He's like, oh, perfect. And like, sh- everything's going his plan. And he shoots a laser at him, and Sonic runs away. What did you expect? He was just going to let it hit him? Right. So, somehow, miraculously, Robotnik's plan has failed to catch Sonic, so he has Snively launch what? This, uh, like, flying robot thing that can- has a camera in it. It's that called can- the Stealth Orb. Snively has a lot of responsibility. He's in charge of all the robots. Yeah, I think they're the only two humans or cyborg humans in the entire operation. So Snively, I don't think Robotnik really does anything. He just kind of sits in that chair and tells Snively to do everything. Mm-hmm. So I think Snively is probably really stressed out all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a slave, I think. Yeah, so. I, I think actually he might be related to Robotnik. He might be his nephew or something weird <laughs> like that. What a great relationship. So Sonic leads the stealth orb away, and he ends up outside. Meanwhile, the rest of the Freedom Fighters are still inside the temple, and they need to find the exit. Mm -hmm. But they don't know where to go. Luckily for them, Antoine sees this giant spider and gets scared, and bumps into the wall, and it opens up, and oh, that's the the exit. exit. (laughs) Once again, like always... They just lucked into this Mm -hmm. because if Antoine was not a huge scaredy cat, he literally just fell into it. They would be trapped there to this day. So they get out. And Antoine's like, yep, I definitely meant to do that. Right. Meanwhile, outside Sonic is running away from the, I think he calls it the mega orb. And then he calls out for Sally and says, oh, Sally, are you here? And... They just happen to be behind this pillar right next to where he is. Mm -hmm. And she says, Sonic, here's what you have to do to beat this mega orb that you can't beat because it's as fast as you. You have to go hide in the well because that's that's... where the breath of Mobius comes out of. So then he calls out to Robutsky. He says... Earlier? I don't know what he says, but earlier he said... um... Botheads? That was a real missed opportunity. He could have said buttheads. I think that was on another level. It had robot and butthead at the same time. Oh. It's another level deeper than what you were expecting. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. just how well written the this show is. This is a very, very thoughtfully put together show. Yeah. But anyway, he calls out to Robutsky and says, follow me. So all the villains follow Sonic and he jumps in the well. And Robotnik and Snively are, like, peering into the well, and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? I don't know. Uh, send the stealth orb in to catch him. And Sally says, uh-oh, 
It's less than two minutes before the wind blows. And she specifically said that the wind blows every 2.01 minutes. Mm -hmm. So other than that one second, it is always less than two minutes before it blows. And also, she was tracking it for every 2.01 minutes. How come she couldn't have given us a more exact time? Yeah, right. How much less right. than 2.506? Come on. Come on. But then Sonic's in the wall and he's like, what are you going to get me out by boring me out? I think, does he look at his watch again at that point? Yeah. And then the orb goes in and all the SWAT bots and Robotnik and Snively like peer in farther and then the wind blows them all out and they fly off the island into like the river way down below. Mm-hmm. And Sonic pulls out a power ring and that helps him not get blown away. Right. And so he gets back to his friends. And then he says, well, that's the end of old Robotnik. Mm-hmm. And Bunny says, Robotnik dead? I never thought I would have seen the day. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, oh, well, let's go home. Yeah, and Sonic says, let me fly the plane home. Mm -hmm. And Antoine screams <laughs> in terror. <laughs> so they all get on the plane. They say, make sure we got the scroll. They got the scrolls. And then they're on the plane. Sonic's flying it. And he is flying so recklessly. That's what I thought, too. He's taking so many risks on this plane that he said it was a jalopy. <laughs> yeah. And then Robotnik and Snowbully aren't dead. Shocker. It's the fourth episode and the main villain is not dead. Mm -hmm. Who could have seen that coming? Not me. Not me either. So they claw their way back to civilization. Well, no, not. They're in an abandoned city. Right. And Robotnik says, oh, I'll get those freedom fighters yet and shakes his fist. And then the credits roll. Yep. Shakes his fist at the sunset, basically. <laughs> right. So what did you think? I thought this was a pretty good episode. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the riddles and stuff. Well... You had to pay attention to what happened before. I thought it had potential. The way they solved the intelligence riddle with their intelligence, as they claimed, they just lucked into seeing it. But generally, I think the episodes have gotten better as they've went along. The first episode was okay. Mm -hmm. Second episode was getting better. The third episode, I think, was pretty good. I think the third episode was the best episode we've seen so far, but this episode was probably the second best. Okay, okay. I think the other three gave us kind of, like, nuggets of information, and this kind of seemed more... Like, the writers knew what the rules of the world were, mm. so it it just naturally made more sense because of that. I think another thing is this episode, they had an actual goal that wasn't just stop Robotnik's factory. Mm. And I think more characters got more of a play a little bit. It wasn't just all about Sonic and then Sally next. I mean, it still was it that. It still was, but, like, Rotor was flying the plane. Mm-hmm. In the other episodes, he's had maybe, like, two or three lines and then hasn't actually really done anything. It's just, like, say the line. That's probably exposition. Yeah. And then just stand there in the background for the rest of the episode. Or, like, in that one when it was the fake Sally and Sonic was very suspicious and Rotor was like, well, time to leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was just didn't seem incorporated into the, the action. Right. One thing... I don't really understand is that Tails, I mean, Tails is supposed to be eight years old, which makes sense that he's not going with them. 
But if the problem is that he wouldn't contribute at all, why is Antoine there? Antoine has nothing to contribute other than, well, really, a lot of the time he is the one that lucks them into solving the entire problem. Like in this episode, they wouldn't have gotten out if he hadn't been so scared. But Mm -hmm. why is he there? Maybe they've tried to leave him and then they get stuck. So they're like, (laughs) I guess Antoine's our good luck charm. But obviously Tails couldn't come. They left at night. Oh, yeah, he had to be in bed. Yeah, he had to go to sleep. But I like Tails. I want to see more Tails. Yeah, and it's unfair because I think he helped build this plane. Now he doesn't get to ride in it? Yeah. Well, maybe next time. Do you know what the next episode is called? Before I look, I'm going to guess. It has the word Sonic in it. Sonic and the... Next up is episode five, Super Sonic. Ooh. Didn't we have one with a very similar name? Ultrasonic. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Totally different completely all right thanks for listening everybody hope you enjoyed your time see you next episode